the financial year 2021-22 is coming to an end. Some of you may be sitting on handsome gains if you have invested in the last two years. This is because the equity market has been largely bullish in these times. In this case, it becomes essential to reduce tax on long-term capital gains even on equity stocks as they are no longer tax-free. Hi guys, this is Prarthana and welcome to yet another fun episode of Blank Check by Black. Gains from the sale of equity stocks and equity-related instruments held for more than a year and sold after the 1st of April 2018 have been made taxable. Long-term capital gains or LTCG on equity investments held for more than a year is taxable at the rate of 10% above Rs 1 lakh. If the holding is less than one year, they are regarded as short-term capital gains and taxable at the rate of 15%. For other than equity investments, assets with a holding period of more than three years are taxable as long-term at the rate of 20% with indexation benefit. In contrast, assets held for less than three years are taxable for individual's tax lab rate. Cess and surcharge are applicable on all these tax rates mentioned. Now, taxpayers can reduce their LTCG liability on their investments using the various provisions of the income tax law. We have listed four methods that will help you minimize tax outflow. Firstly, harvesting that is redeeming investments before it reaches the tax exemption limit. Now, harvesting is a method to use the exemption limit and sell the investments when the gains are below the long-term capital gain exemption limit, which is currently Rs 1 lakh. So, there is no tax liability if the aggregate gains on selling assets are below Rs 1 lakh. So, what you can do is sell the investments before they cross the exemption limit and then buy new investments of similar category or industry segment. This on one side saves you taxes and on another side, your investment's acquisition cost also increases for future sale as you purchase new investments at higher rates, thereby reducing the overall tax liability on the assets. That's amazing, right? But guys, it should be noted that this method is beneficial only when your total long-term gain is below the exemption limit. However, do not forget to consider the entry and exit load applicable to the funds and evaluate the net gains of this strategy, as these are different for different categories of assets and mutual funds. For example, if you have invested Rs 1 lakh in the units of equity-oriented mutual funds in financial year 2018-19 and during the financial year 2021-22, you see that the value of these units have risen and now its value is Rs 1,95,000. Further, you feel that the market is performing well, so the funds would and its value will increase further. You further estimate that the gain on equity-oriented mutual funds would exceed Rs 95,000 and may cross Rs 1 lakh. As mentioned earlier, long-term capital gains on equity mutual funds are taxed at 10% on funds before the profit crosses Rs 1 lakh. After selling, reinvest immediately in a similar category of fund. This strategy of redeeming and investing freshly will avoid tax. However, it is essential to reinvest the money immediately. Otherwise, if the money lies idle in the bank, it will get spent or invested unfavorably. 
That way, the strategy loses its purpose. Secondly, set off and carry forward loss. This is also known as tax loss harvesting. Under this method, you can book the losses of the investments that do not hold any potential to offer gains in the future. These are typically those investments that do not hold any, you know, very low chances of doing good to your portfolio's health. The losses on such investments can be used to set off the other capital gains of that particular year and carry forward the unabsorbed losses for the next eight years. To use this method, the investor has to rightfully and carefully pick the stocks and funds from his portfolio that have been giving negative returns and have little or no chances of revival. Let us say that in a year you have incurred long-term capital gains of rupees two lakh fifty thousand from a particular equity investment, and for this you need to pay tax on rupees one lakh fifty thousand. That is after reducing the tax pre-limit of rupees one lakh from the long-term capital gain. At the same time, you have incurred a capital loss of rupees one lakh twenty thousand from another fund in the same year. Then this loss would be adjusted against the taxable long-term capital gains. Of rupees one lakh fifty thousand from the previous fund. Number three, use grandfathering rule for investments purchased before the thirty first of January two thousand eighteen. Until two thousand eighteen, there was no capital gain tax on equity or equity related investments. This included equity mutual funds. However, in the budget two thousand eighteen, the government introduced long term capital gains tax, that is LTCG. On equity and equity-related instruments, at the rate of 10% on the gains exceeding rupees one lakh a year, to protect the interests of investors, CBDT introduced the grandfathering clause to ensure that the tax is only prospective, and so the tax is levied only on the gains from the date of levy of such tax. Hence, if you have invested in equity mutual funds before the 1st of February 2018, you can benefit from the grandfathering clause introduced by the Income Tax Act. According to the grandfathering clause, only the gains starting from 31st of January 2018 till the date of your redemption will be taxable. The grandfathering rule that is mentioned in section 112A of the Income Tax Act will increase your investment acquisition cost and reduce the tax outflow. Fourthly, utilize exemptions allowed under capital gains. Capital gains can be reduced by claiming exemption allowed under capital gains section, which are covered from section 54 to 54F. For instance, the investor can consider investing in capital gains bonds under section 54EC to claim the exemption against long-term capital gains from immovable investments, that is, land, building, or both. The owner of the bonds are debt holders or creditors of the issuer. These bonds are issued by infrastructure companies that are backed by the government. Hence, guys, the risk factor gets mitigated by buying such bonds. However, these bonds have a lengthy lock-in period of five years, and the current returns are on the lower side, around five percent. Hence. One should evaluate if such long-term investment with low returns would be a good idea or option for them. On the other hand, the taxpayer can save long-term capital gains on equity investments by purchasing or constructing a new residential house under Section 54F of the Income Tax Act. 
The property has to be bought within two years of the date of transfer or one year before such transfer of any long-term asset. In constructing the new house, the exemption under this section is available only if it is done within three years of the long-term asset transfer. Exemption will be available if entire sale consideration is invested. Also keep in mind, if part of sale consideration is invested, exemption shall be allowed. In case the taxpayer has more than one residential house on date of transfer, exemption will not be available. One should evaluate these exemptions even before transferring the capital asset and have a capital gain tax planning in hand beforehand. This will not leave any room of non-compliance of any conditions to claim the exemptions. That's all for today guys. Keep listening to Blank Check by Black for more such fun episodes. Till then, stay safe and stay informed. This is Prarthana signing off.